csa.co.za. Cape Talk Hiking with Tim Lundy. It is Wednesday, it's not Thursday, so uh, Tim should have been on air with us on Thursday, but because of some uh, logistics, he is on air with us uh, tonight. Tim Lundy, you join us in, joining us uh, on the phone to this evening, enjoying your public holiday, are you? Yes, um, I had a fantastic walk up uh, Lion's Head um, this morning, took a client up before sunrise to watch the sunrise, wow. and uh, yeah, phenomenal views, just um very privileged to be able to take somebody up and actually experience it. So just like us, like us actually working today. But thanks, nevertheless, for joining us on air with us. If, again, if you have any questions, any comments about hiking, uh, any questions to Tim about uh, anything related to hiking, feel free to call us 021-446-0567 or send us a WhatsApp or a voice note on 072-567-1567. As always, Tim, we start with our weekly uh, safety uh, Recap uh, and rescue recap uh, on our mountains. How busy or how not so busy has it been? Yeah, Leicester hasn't actually been busy at all, which is great news. Um, there haven't been any major hiccups or anything like that. So I think the weather obviously starts to play a bit of a role mm. as well because we had rain the other day. So um, yeah, it, it, it's good to to know that we're not being called out. Quite interesting, especially since uh, we've had uh, quite a few foggy days around. Does that impact uh, hiking and visibility, particularly on, you know, if people are wanting to go up uh, up uh, um, Skeleton Gorge up to the top of the table of, of Table Mountain? Does that have any effect? Look, I think it does. You know, when when you're down in the fog and you kind of look up, um, I think a lot of people kind of go, maybe not such a good idea to go into into that kind of weather, which is um, probably the best thing to do. If you're not sure of it, then rather don't do it. Um, mm. So, yeah, I think the weather is definitely playing a bit of a role in keeping people off the mountain and safe. Um, I've got to say that when I was online here today, the ground was very, very slippery underfoot, and I had brand new shoes on. So it was a bit of a concern um, with, with mm. the sandstone being so wet. It, it does cause issue. You just have to be very, very vigilant and careful. Well, speaking about Table Mountain, we are focusing on India Fenster Trail this week. Uh, it is a still a very, very popular trail. I know many people uh, prefer Platclip uh, Gorge, or maybe that's the only one that I know. Tell us a bit about India Fenster. Well, the first thing I'm going to say is definitely don't try and compare Platclip and India Fenster together because they are very, very different mm-hmm. Plateau Clip is a very much a, a straightforward, if I can kind of put it like that, route um, compared to India Fenster. India Fenster has chains on it. It has staples, um, very, very exposed areas that are potentially dangerous if you're not paying attention. So, I, yeah, it, it's it's a lovely route, but it's not a definitely not a lion's head or mm-hmm. a... Um, platter clip route at all, but what but what makes it lovely? I'm sure the term "lovely" is uh, is subjective. <laughs> to some, it may be quite <laughs> torturous. To to someone as experienced like you, you know, quite fun. Look, it is. I'm not going to lie. It is torturous. Um, it's hard work, but uh, it definitely pays off uh, when you when you're up there. You the views are phenomenal. Um, you walk pretty much underneath the cable car. 
So mm. a lot of the time you're sort of zigzagging underneath the, the cable car and, and seeing people looking down and you thinking you're completely bonkers, which you probably are. <laughs> so, so so where does it begin? You say it's underneath the cable car. So you sp- basically start where everyone lines up to, 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 cap- to take the cable car up? Yeah, so where the buses park, there's a start start there. There's a couple of places that you can start if you want to make it a bit longer. Cliff Neck is one of the corners that you can start from, um, mm. which makes it a little bit um, more of a challenge. Um, and then you've got Thousand Steps, which is the the route. Those, those I've never counted them, but I, it, it feels like a thousand mm. steps um, from the cable station. It goes to the contour path um, where India fenced and then the route then I, starts. I've heard of Cliff Neck Corner. Quite a few of my friends have walked up there, particularly late afternoon, and you, they say you get quite uh, dramatic sunsets. From Absolutely, the uh, yeah. from the pictures that I've seen, very very beautiful up there. Now, given how exposed you know the front table is, what time of the of the day should you should best be starting to to for the hike? Okay, so I've done this route now twice recently, and the first time we did it, we started before sunrise, and I've got to say that definitely was the best time to start mm-hmm. because when we did it, I did it um, last Sunday. With, with some clients and I've got to say we started at around about 9 o'clock and even at this time of the year it's too late it's um, very exposed the whole way up so you're in full sun pretty much most of the way until you got to Fountain Ledge which then goes around the corner and towards Platterclip so on the sort of the Camps Bay side of Table Mountain we are speaking to Tim Lundy with our weekly hiking with Tim Lundy feature. If you have any questions on any particular trails, any particular routes in and around uh, Cape Town, give us a call 021-446-0567 or send us a WhatsApp 072-567-1567. You're saying that many people underestimate this trail, um, uh, Tim. Is it really that vigorous, especially if there's all these sort of these technical aspects, like, as you say, the chains and and, and the staples, is it really not for the amateur or the beginner hiker? Yeah, absolutely. So even when I was on with, with my three clients, uh, a call came in from Wasa to say that somebody was dehydrated on the route. Um, we had just passed them about half an hour, 45 minutes beforehand, so they were quite low down. And um, because I had the clients, I wasn't able to respond, but we had rangers and everybody go in to actually go and help out. The chap that we walked past was quite dehydrated. Mm. Um, And, you know, the longer you leave it, the worse it's going to get. But, um, yeah, he got off uh, safely and everything was all right. But, yeah, it's not a walk for first-timers by any stretch of the imagination. It really is... Now, now bes- very, very tough hike. besides these very technical aspects, like the chains, like uh, these staples that you have to climb up, what, what other hazards or, or tough sections are there on the hike? Look, for the, the beginning, I always break hikes down into stages. Uh, on this particular one, for me, there's seven stages. You know, as you you tackling each one, um, heading towards the cable station. Um, the the first two are just brutal because they are straight up um, and it's just physical work mm. you know just climbing stairs it's like being on a, a treadmill um, for the first hour and a half and then it kind of starts to ease off as you go into the amphitheater which is directly below the cables and then that's when you hit the the, the staples and the mm. chains 
And I've got to say, anybody who has even the slightest kind of fear of heights, definitely don't try it. Tim, is, are these, um, often when, when, I, when I have been on the cable car, I sort of would have seen people directly below us, sort of, where the actual grey granite is. Yes. And you often see people on ledges there. Is, the, is that part of the India fence? The that's India fence there, yes. Mm. So that's, that's, the, that's the route that everyone, when you look down and you see these people all sort of huffing and puffing on their way up, <laughs> that's the route. It so, is, a, it is a, a definitely a challenge um, and takes around about anywhere between three to four and a half hours, depending on the speed at which you tackle it at. So if, if we do have, you know, very these technical hikes, which only should be done, you know, by people who have uh, uh um, who have technical experience uh, in hiking, um, but but remembering that the Table Mountain National Park is an open park, you know, is do you often find people who you know maybe are just a bit brave or and or but stupid who just sort of think, oh, there's a path, let me just let me just take it. What sort of interventions are there, to, you know, to sort of let people like stop, think, can you really do this? Is there a way of testing people? What what should be done, you know, from uh, to prevent average Joe to all of yeah. a sudden to say, I'm going to do India Fencer today. Yeah, look, it's a tough call. Um, I've taken the stance of I'm not the policeman of the mountain, so I'm not going to tell you you mustn't do this route, but I will advise if I feel that you're not going to be able to to commit to it or, or to be able to complete it, I'm definitely going to advise you strongly, and I have done that in the past, and I've said to them, look, I can't tell you what to do because I'm, I'm no sort of uh, authority that can stop you from doing what you want to do, but I can at least advise you uh, from a point of view of, look, you don't have the right shoes, you don't have enough water, mm. difficult or not. And I find often if I just tell them a couple of rescue stories, it, it mm. tends to, to make them want to turn back. Some mm. other things are happening uh, in, in the coming few days. Uh, tell us about the Sunday litter cleanup on, on Lion's Head. Yeah, so Blake Dyson um, from Love Your Trails is um, putting together on Sunday at 9 o'clock, you meet at the base of Lion's Head where everyone starts with where the coffee van is, and they will hand out plastic bags. And for a couple of hours, they're going to go and do the route slowly and clean up the litter on the left and the right for those people who think it's okay to use Lion's Head as a bin. I think it's absolutely great because of the amount of people using my um, uh, Lion's Head going up there, particularly on weekends, it gets quite full there and obviously the human cost and the human effect has on that trail. But finally, um, uh, Tim, if people want to organize a hike with you, maybe uh, hire you out for a morning or a late afternoon, how can they get hold of you? Yeah, so they can get hold of me on Tim at CapeTownHiking.ca.ca or info at glamtrails.co.za or .com. Um, and then on Facebook, they can join my hiking group, which is Captain Hiking with Tim Lundy. And Twitter is at Hiking Captain. And Tim, as always, your parting thought for the evening. Parting thought for the evening is if a trail is something that you're not sure of and you're not quite sure whether you can or can't do it, more than likely you can't. So rather go with somebody who can and don't don't attempt something new 
when you, you're literally walking into a blind. Not, not a good idea. Tim, thanks for joining us. We hopefully will speak to you in studio next week. I will. Unfortunately, next week I will be on the Fisher of a Canyon, so I won't oh, be You have around. all the best of luck. <laughs> Thank you. But that's... I've been spending the last couple of days packing and, and getting ready for it because it's going to be five days in the desert. Excellent. That's Tim Lundy with our weekly hiking with Tim Lundy feature.